You're listening to the Lima Baptist Temple Podcast, where you can hear the latest messages and other conversations as we strive to go serve and love in our communities. If you want to know more about us, visit us online at limabaptisttemple.org. If you enjoyed our podcast, be sure to subscribe and check us out on YouTube. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to the Lima Baptist Temple Podcast. My name is Ben Anderson, and I'm an associate pastor here at the church. And we are excited to hang out with you this afternoon. Now, as you can see, this is not Pastor Michael. Uh, This is Lori Elmore, uh, Pastor Al's wife. And uh, she's on here today to help us tackle a very important question, which we'll introduce um, here in a few minutes. But as always... The purpose of our podcast is to help you guys go serve and love right where you are in your unique circumstances. And we, um, you know, answer or help you do that by, you know, wrestling with different messages from Sunday, uh, putting handles on them and applying them to our lives, you know, answering topics and questions that you guys have. Um, And today we're going to be looking at what does it mean or look like to be a biblical woman. So Lori, just to kind of give you some background, over the last few podcasts, we've talked about mentors in our life. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've talked about what does it look like to be a biblical man? What does the Bible actually say about that? And instead of uh, Pastor Michael and I wrestling with what does it look like to be a biblical woman? We're like, we need to bring an expert (laughs) um, onto this podcast. So (laughs) that is why you are here to help us kind of address that question uh, this morning. But, uh, you know, we're really excited to have you and uh, glad you could join us this afternoon. I appreciate it. I'm glad to be here. I don't know about being an expert as it is a daily process, (laughs) but I will try to do my best, you know, to answer some of this, you know, the questions and everything. Yeah. And one of the things that, you know, Pastor Michael and I always say, you know, every question or everything that we tackle, you know, it's always from a humble approach, right? You know, we obviously we're younger. We don't have everything figured out Mm -hmm. or hardly anything. Yes. Um, Mm -hmm. But, you know, we're all being transformed into the image of, you know, Jesus Christ from one degree of glory to another and, Mm -hmm. you know, wrestling with these topics. Yes. You know, sometimes we're wrestling with them and we're figuring them out as we go. Exactly. Um, So Mm -hmm. and that, you know, the question today is, you know, what does it look like to be a biblical woman? And I think into in today's culture, just like Mm -hmm. it is with what does it look like to be a biblical man? You know, Mm -hmm. we're torn so many different directions in that correct and it's Mm -hmm. easy to just kind of go off of what we feel or what we think it looks like rather than getting into god's word and what does it really say about some of these Mm -hmm. topics yeah i agree but before we get into the nitty-gritty let's Mm -hmm. talk about some fun stuff you know tell us a little bit about yourself who you are what you do that sort of thing Okay, well, as some of you know, some of you know me personally, um, you know that um, I'm from the South originally, as you could tell from my accent, and I'm from Alabama. I get that all the time up here. If I go to the store or whatever, and I just say, hey, how you doing? Somebody yeah. say, you're not from around here, are you? <laughs> you know? and so, so that really... It uh, sticks out a little bit it in does. Lima, yeah, Ohio. Yeah, it does. Yeah, you're right. So I'm, we originally from Alabama, and I'm from Mobile, Alabama, and um, met Al um, as we were in college and um, knew he was going into the ministry. Um, And I grew up, let me preface that, I grew up in a Christian family, uh, but before I met Al, I was in, I was not in a great dating relationship. I was in an unhealthy 
dating relationship that was not good for me. And um, thankfully, I was able to get out of that relationship mm. uh, because it was toxic and unhealthy. And I met Al. So I went from one relationship to another <laughs> relationship of dating a minister. And so to the opposite extreme. But, you know, um, you know, we met, we fell in love, we got married. And my parents, of course, just loved him and everything. Well, Pastor Al so, goes around and says, they practically thought I was Jesus. They do. Actually, <laughs> yes. They were saying, oh, my lands, Lori, you know, when are you going to marry him? You know, and everything and actually we got married two years later and so yeah that is correct he is correct on that they thought he was the next best thing to jesus um but you know we we met we got married in 85 so we're coming up on our anniversary married 36 years wow um been in the ministry the whole time uh we left alabama uh, where we met and then we've served we went to seminary in texas and we've served in churches in texas mississippi florida um, alabama and now ohio and we have two beautiful daughters, uh, Amberly, uh, who is 31, and she's married and um, has a, a daughter named Harper Grace, and they live in Arizona. And then Megan, who is 27, and she uh, lives in Alabama. And um, so we, you know, we we make it work and seeing our family and everything mm -hmm. between traveling to Arizona and to Alabama and everything. <clears throat> um, but yeah, we we love being up here. We're in our eighth year. It'll be almost That's eight crazy. years we've been in Lima. You know, so it's yeah. been great. You know? Yeah, well, we're glad to have you, mm -hmm. yeah. and thankfully you guys are here. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so that's kind of the fun stuff. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, kind of getting more towards the question that we're going to wrestle with today is, mm -hmm. you know, what does the Bible actually say about being, you know, a biblical woman? But before we address that, mm -hmm. you know, why is it important for, you know, women, whether it's maybe a young girl in middle school mm -hmm. or maybe a seasoned, you know, with life lady who's, yeah. you know, been around the block a few times, but maybe hasn't really you know, looked into what scripture has to say about this topic, you know, what, what would you say, you know, the reason is that this is so important for us yeah. to, you know, talk about? Uh, well, it's very important. First of all, I want to preface, I do have some notes here because um, I tend to sort of get off track or ramble. So I don't want us to be here two hours today. So I will glance well, I blocked down. off three. So. <laughs> Did you? Okay. We do have vacation Bible school. We're we do. Have to and that's to, why so yeah. Lori and I are wearing matching yes. t-shirts. We, we don't, our, Lori and I don't always coordinate every day. That's but. right. Yeah. We got our VBS shirts on. Yep. So yeah. I day will four try tonight. To, yeah, it is. Day four. It's been a great week with our kids and everything. And so, but I do have some notes I'm going to glance yeah. at so that I can sort of stay on track and everything. Yep. So but, why is it important for, you know, ladies to yeah. understand that? Well, first of all, you know, the Bible is our guidebook and it's also yeah. a love letter from God. So it's mm. just real important that we always go to the Bible, you know, because we can find the answers in the Bible and God loves women just as much as he loves men. Mm. And so I want to, I want to make sure everybody, everybody knows that. Um, in Genesis one, you know, we see that God created us in, in his image yep. and it says he made male and female. So they're both important. They're both valued. They're both equally mm -hmm. loved and valued by men. Um, and, but God had a special plan for women too. And she was needed in order for creation to be complete. And I thought yeah. that was really good. You know what I mean? It's Cause very, he created Adam and yep. then he created Eve, you know, but he needed Eve, you know, it says he made it, he made Eve as a helpmate, you know, for Adam. Um, but we know, of course, a lot changed between the Garden of Gethsemane in the Old Testament and then, I'm sorry, the Garden of Eden yeah. in the Old Testament and going all the way to the New Testament, mm. the Garden of Gethsemane, yeah. because of the way women were looked upon back mm. then, you know, so a lot changed. And then Jesus came into the picture, yep. you know, in the New Testament and Jesus changed all that. You know, um, he changed the way, you know, he, he spoke to women, he valued women, he respected women. So I think it's important that we see that, you know, he actually crossed man-made social, 
you know, status mm. rules, you know, yep. the gender boundaries, you know, the political, the racial boundaries. Yep. He crossed all that and he showed people how important women were, you know. So I think it's important <clears throat> that we know that because Jesus respected and respects yep. us and values us, you know, as women. Um, and then in Galatians 3.28, it says, There is neither Jew nor Gentile, neither slave nor free nor is there male and female for you Mm. are all one in Christ Jesus. And so that's important too, that we got to remember about that. You know, we are all one in Christ Jesus. Mm. We're united as male and female, no matter again, what gender, what race, what social status, we're all one in Christ Jesus. So I think that's important to understand how much God loves and values Mm. us. So that's why it's important that we do go to the Bible and see what it says about being a woman. No, that's really good. And that gives kind of a good, you know, kind of baseline for, you know, mm-hmm. kind of tackling, you know, what does the Bible actually say about, you know, some of the characteristics? Yes. You know, it's not mm-hmm. so much roles per se, and that'll probably come into it a little bit, but more, you know, what yeah. are those general characteristics that the Bible says, hey, yeah, you know, a man should be this, a woman should, you know, yeah. reflect this. Exactly. But, yes. you know, mm-hmm. after, you know, you just shared all that, you know, as we kind of progress into, you know, kind of the characteristics side, mm-hmm. I guess let's just, you know, take it away with that. You know, okay. where would you start? you know, on the characteristic side with what the Bible actually says. Okay. All right. First, I want to preface this <laughs> by saying I have to constantly ask God for wisdom and yeah. discernment. I am not perfect. Mm. And like I said, I'm not, I'm not an expert, you know, but I mean, I am getting older, you know, as you know, I'm 58, I'll go ahead and tell that, you know, and there's sometimes where I think, okay, I'm not 58. I don't feel like I'm 58. I feel like I'm still 30, you know, but then there's some days. Well, I still feel, I feel like, like I'm 21. There so. you go. You know what I mean? <laughs> but you know, we're all aging and we're all going through different seasons yeah. of life. And so I want to, I want to, you know, again, say that every day is still, I'm still learning, yeah. you know, Um, So, you know, I'm a mess. We're all a mess, you know, but that's why we do go to the Bible. And so it's a constant refinement process, I believe, for all of us. And, you know, especially as women, too, you know, Mm. in today's society, you know. And so I want to preface that, you know, because um, I do want to learn things and learn where I can improve and where I know that where God can help me, you know, on that. So, um, so first of all, we'll get into some character qualities. Um, first of all, uh, biblical woman is a lover of God, Hmm. you know, the great commandment, you know, and Matthew says, you shall love the Lord, your God with all your heart, with all your soul and with all your mind. So we need to be a studier, a student of God's word and, and know that we are to love him. We are to put him first, you know, and then the second commandment is we are to be a lover of others. We are to love other people, you know? Um, and then that also goes into the new commandment that Jesus talked about in John, Jesus said, I give to you that you Mm. love one another as I've loved you. So Jesus modeled that love for us and loving other people. And so we're to do that too. So to be a lover of God and then a lover yeah. of others. And that's, you know, what we talked about too. And, you know, about three weeks ago when we wrestled with, you know, what does a biblical man look like? Yeah. I mean, that's the foundation for all followers of Jesus, yeah. you know, male or female, you know, we're called to love God. We're called to love other people and yes. grow in those areas. Yeah. And it just, it goes back to like our, our vision and mission here at the church, yep. go serve love. You know, we're supposed to do that, you know, and everything. So for both men and women, we're to love God, <clears throat> excuse me, and love other people. Yep. Um, so I think that's real important, you know. And then there's some other characteristics that can be found for women. And, you know, the most famous passage, passage that most people look at is Proverbs 31. Mm. So I do want to sort of address that and go through that Proverbs 31, 10 through 31, and which is known as some people call it the Proverbs 31 woman 
are the virtuous woman. Um, so, and I know that many people have probably done studies on this before. Um, so before I sort of go through some of those characteristics and those verses, I want to give a little background on Proverbs 31 because I've, when I've looked at this through the years and done different studies, I thought it's, some of this is really hmm. interesting, you know, and I still go back to it. I still think it's just really interesting. First of all, it's an acrostic poem with each verse beginning with the Hebrew alphabet, you know. You know what? So, I never knew that. I thought that was cool. That is you know, interesting. That. Of course, I don't know Hebrew a whole lot, and I'm yeah. about to tell you a word in Hebrew that I hope I don't butcher and you know mess it up. But it is. I thought that was a real yeah. cool, you know. Um, and also, it was never written as a checklist or an instruction manual manual for women to try to measure up to, because mm. it's you know it's we, very, we, that's good. Yeah, we can't yeah. measure up to that. We're we're not perfect, but it's just sort of a guideline, you know, for us to look at. Um, and also, we usually think of Proverbs 31, that is a passage written from women, which we can benefit from, but it's actually written for men as an advice mm. for a man, you know. Yeah. And so if you look at the verses preceding that, it was written to King Lemuel, if I'm pronouncing that right, by his mother. And so basically, huh. she was giving him guidelines on what to look for in a prospective woman or yeah. wife for him, saying, huh, you know, that's yeah, that's good. seek wise counsel, look <clears throat> for this woman to be a godly person in your life. And then she starts listing those, you know, this mm. is the type of woman you're to look for. So I thought that was interesting, you know, that it was, it was written really more for the man mm. and what the man can look for in godly woman. And then as women, we can look at those characteristics and see how we can try to model those hmm. characteristics so it's for men and women yeah you know so i thought that was pretty good. cool yeah you know and basically too it shows us what wisdom looks like in action for women hmm. of course we know proverbs is the whole book of proverbs talks Bunch about wisdom wisdom yeah. yes uh-huh so this is specifically though wisdom that we can apply as women you know in our lives um and it can be applied to all women i do wanted to say that too regardless if you're married or single regardless hmm. if you're um you know, you have jobs or don't have jobs, regardless if you have children or no children. So we can have these characteristics and look at these, you know, and we can model this, you know. So I thought, mm. think that's yeah. important too. Um, so and some, some people may not know that this referenced as a song of praise also, Proverbs 31 is. Um, in the Jewish tradition and culture too, I thought this was interesting. The men memorize Proverbs 31 mm. and they sing it on the Sabbath to the women in their lives as a blessing to them. Oh, so I thought cool. that I thought that was cool too. So see, see on men, Sunday we can get up and <laughs> Yeah. Y'all can memorize thirty one and sing yeah. it to us women, you know, and everything. <laughs> so um so I thought that, you know, I think that is cool too. And it, they sing it to all the women in their lives on Sabbath and um which is, you know, their wives, their mothers, their daughters, sisters hmm. and friends. They would sing it on the Sabbath to them. And it wasn't meant to show what she is supposed to be like yeah. it is meant to be a celebration of who she is oh, and of yeah. her accomplishments and to speak life and blessing over her so i thought that was pretty cool too um and then in this part of proverbs 31 too it also comes to hebrew and i hope i don't butcher this up for those of you who really know hebrew don't you know <laughs> you know just skip over this part if i didn't pronounce it right but i'm gonna it's uh, called asha kayel asha kayel which means it's translated woman of valor. So mm. when these men sing this song of praise and blessing over the women in their lives on the Sabbath, they are saying, you are a woman of valor, you know, and that means courage and bravery and strength. And to so they are blessing her and celebrating her accomplishments. Mm. 
Um, and so basically it's about, it's not about what you do, but about how you do it. Hmm. So again, it's not saying, okay, you have to go through this whole list in Proverbs 31 yeah. and you have to be all these people <clears throat> on this list. You know, it's about how you do it, hmm. you know? And That's so good. regardless, if you're a stay at home mom, be a stay at home woman of value, a stay at home mom of, va- of valor. If you're a nurse, hmm. be a nurse of valor. You know, if you're a CEO or if you're a teacher or if you work at Starbucks, whatever you do, if you're rich or poor, single or married, is saying do it all hmm. with valor, do it all with bravery and strength and courage. So that just really lifted my spirits, you know, yeah, when I look at that. That is encouraging. You know, so yeah. So, um, and these are some of the traits that we can cultivate today, you know, so it didn't just apply back in the Old Testament days. Hmm. Again, we can apply it to our lives today. And again, whether or not that we have husbands, kids, homes, or jobs, whatever season of life we're yeah. in, we can apply it. So it's about a woman's character and how she interacts with people. Hmm. You know, so I thought that was important to just sort of give that background of Proverbs 31, you know, because a lot of people get hung up on this. Yeah, I think there's been, you know, quite a few misconceptions over the years. Yes. You know, as with many passages where, you know, it, like you said, it can be more of that checklist rather than. Exactly. You know. Yes. And I think some women have just sort of gone sort of glossed over it or just said, oh, I'm not going to look at that. There's no way I could ever measure up to that. That's just it. We don't have to measure up to that. Mm. We can just learn how to develop those character traits in our life, you know. So what I want to do is sort of go through some of these and just highlight, you know, and then if you want to stop me at any time or whatever. Hey, we're good. We're good. You know, Uh, first of all, she's noble and respected. She has character integrity. Um, And it starts off at Proverbs 31.10, a wife of noble character who can find she is worth far more than rubies a good woman is hard to find so she is rare and valuable you think about rubies it's a very Mm. precious gem so that's how we have to think of ourselves you know that we need to be precious and we're rare and we have value so we need to have that same kind of character and integrity you know um then uh another um, area is she is diligent and she works hard and that is uh alluded to proverbs 13 i'm sorry 31 13 she selects wool and flax and works with eager hands. Hmm. Okay. Now, for me, I don't sew. Okay. Because to me, this sort of looks like, you know, the, about fabric and everything. Yep. I may, I can just, <laughs> I can hem. I can do it. So if Al asked me to hem <clears throat> some, some pants for him, I could do a hem, you know, or whatever. Or I could sew a button on. Yep. But now, now my mother-in-law was a great seamstress. She could make anything, you know. Yep. But yeah. so when I look at these verses right here, I look And you're probably at not that, going out to the sheep and yeah, getting exactly. the wool off. Yeah, exactly. Shearing the sheep and getting the wool off and making that. So, you know, that's not, you know, we've come a long way since yep. then, you know, and everything. So basically this is saying to me that whatever you do, you work hard, you work diligently, mm. and you do it as unto the Lord and yeah. for your family. So whatever it is you do in your life, be diligent and work hard. You know, so that's what Mm. that verse is saying to me. Then verses 14 through 15, um, it talks about she is an early riser and provider. (laughs) Okay, now I'll go ahead and tell. Well, let me read the verses, okay? Here it is. She is like the merchant ships bringing her food from afar. She gets up while it is still night, and she provides food for her family and portions for her female servants. So, again, we we see here that she works hard to help provide for her home and family. Mm. Now, 
I'm not an early morning person. <laughs> you know this. <laughs> Most people know this by me. Yep. I'm actually. That's a, why I was chuckling. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I am not an early morning riser. I mean, you know, Al jokingly says I probably only see the sunrise <clears throat> maybe on one hand in my life, you know, five times yeah. in my life, you know. I now I'm the opposite. I stay up. I would have loved to record this at like uh, six thirty in the morning, but oh my goodness, you would not. I would not have been really jolly or cheerful. I would have tried to, you know, but no, I'm not. A, I'm not an early morning person. So, but for me though, this is what's speaking to me, and I know this is something I could do better, you know, about being a morning person or rising earlier in the morning, you know, because I know you can get a lot more, you know, a lot of things done early in the morning. But for me. I do things at night mm. and I get yep. like my second wind at night. So really, I sort of take this verse, of course, you know, it says she gets it while it's still night. Well, I'm still up at nighttime, you know, and everything. Yep. But again, it is, um, you know, a diligent worker, you know, help yep. and provide, you know, for her home. And yeah, it's more about maximizing the time rather than, I think, exactly. the specific time of day. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. And so, you know, so this woman, and basically this tells me the woman is organized in a planner. She plans mm. ahead. And she helps, you know, provide for her family, whether it is working outside the home or working in the home. She is an organizer and planner. So she, you know, she she's there for her family, you know, whatever time of day that is, you know, and everything. Um, then the next verse I want to look at is Proverbs 31, 16. Um, it says, she considers a field and buys it out of her earnings. She plants a vineyard. Um, and so this is telling me she is a wise steward. Okay. Mm. Um, so she makes wise decisions. Um, she is discerning. She's business savvy. And again, whether or not she's working outside the home or in the home, you know, so she's there being resourceful mm. and being a, a good steward, you yeah, know, for the family, you know. Um, and then next, she is strong and persistent. Um, and I want to point out Proverbs 13, uh, verse 17 there, 31, 17. She sets about her work vigorously. Her arms are strong for her task. So this can be, when I think about this, your physical strength, of course. You know, we want to be physically strong, you know, but also our mental and spiritual mm. strength, you know, which means she doesn't give up. She's yeah. determined, you know, so she's a strong and persistent person because she wants to be there for her family and she wants to be, mm. um, to not give up. She wants to show her kids and her family and, um, and coworkers, you know, whoever you're around. You no, know, that good. you're determined, you know. Um, another one, another attribute or characteristic, she is resourceful and hospitable. And I want to point out uh, verses 18 and 20 out of Proverbs 31 on this. 18 says, she sees that her trading is profitable and her lamp does not go out at night. Hmm. So again, see that, there you that's go. me. <laughs> that's me. I'm a night person. So there you go. Hallelujah. Okay. So see, he put that verse in there yeah. for me, you know, so, but again, we see that she's a hard worker yeah. with endurance and she's persevering, you know, um, and then in verse 20, she opens her arms to the poor and extends her hands to the needy. So she's hospitable. She's compassionate to others. So we are called to serve other people, you know? Mm -hmm. So again, um, you know, whatever it is that you, that you do. You know, we need to be that resourceful person. We need to be that hospitable person. We need to be that to compassionate, you know, to other people yeah. and everything. Um, then some other attributes, um, she provides and trust. And this is found in verses 21 and uh, 22. 
Um, it says, when it snows, she has no fear for her household, for all of them are clothed in scarlet. She makes coverings for her bed. She is clothed in fine linen and purple. Okay, so basically this is telling me, okay, she is not afraid of the cold because she has made preparations ahead yep. of time. Again, it goes back to her being a planner hmm. and being organized. And so she's made preparations ahead of time to dress her family in warm clothing. So again, she's helping provide for her yep. family, you know. Um, and so she has no fear for that, you know, because she's doing the best she can and she's trusting in God, you know, to help provide for her as well, you know. Um, so she's not, you know, she's not afraid um, to help out, you know, in the household. All right. Um, then the next uh, um, attributes is she is confident, happy, mm. and faithful. These are some of my favorite verses yeah. out of Proverbs 31. Uh, these are uh, 25 through 27. So I'm going to read those. She is clothed with strength and dignity, and she laughs without fear of the future. When she speaks, her words are wise, and she gives instructions with kindness. She carefully watches everything in her household and suffers nothing from laziness. My favorite verse, well, these are all my favorite passages, but I love verse 25. I have it hanging up in my house, and I love it. She can laugh without fear of the future. She's clothed with strength and dignity yeah. and can laugh without fear of the future because she has that confidence. She has that strength. She has dignity, and she trusts in the Lord to get her through that. So no matter yeah. what comes our way, no matter, yeah. you know, we're, we're all faced different, again, things in our life, you know, happy times, sad times, tragic times, no matter what comes our way, we can trust in the Lord and we have hope in the Lord, mm. you know, so we can laugh without fear of the future, you know. Oh, then in good. verse 26, it talks about our speech, which I think is so important, mm. you know. We should, this tells me we should think before we speak, you know, mm. and do I do that all the time? No. I mean, sometimes I stick my yeah. foot in my mouth and then I have to go back and say, oh, I'm so sorry, you know, and everything. But, you know, we should think before we speak and with kindness, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and then verse 27, <clears throat> we are to, told to watch over our household and don't be lazy. You know, don't be idle. You know, so we are, again, to work as unto the Lord is what that's telling me, mm -hmm. you know, and help watch over our household. Um, and so I thought, I, again, those are some of my favorite verses there. Um, then it goes to the end of Proverbs uh, in verses 28 through 31. And I believe that is saying that she is blessed and honors the Lord. So I want to read those uh, passages. Um, it says, her children arise and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praises her. Um, Many women do noble things, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Honor her for all that her honor her for all that her hands have done, and let her works bring her praise at the city gate. Um, again, this is just saying that she should fear and respect mm. the Lord. Um, and I do want to talk about that verse: charm is deceptive, deceptive, and beauty is fleeting. But a woman who fears the Lord should be praised. Um, that's not saying that we can't take care of ourselves and that we can't try to be the best that we can be. Um, you know, I, I still, I like to wear makeup, you know, cause when I think of beauty, I think most people mm. think of beauty as far as women, you know, they think, okay, I have to have my hair done a certain way and I have to put on makeup and I have to be dressed a certain way. You be you, you know what I mean? So you mm. do what you think you need to do and everything. But yep. basically what this is saying too is beauty is on the inside. It's yeah. not the outward appearance. And that goes back to what um, it says in Psalm, you know, it says search me, O God, and know my heart too. Mm. You know, it's, it's beauty is, is in our heart. You know, so it doesn't matter what is on the outside, but whatever you want to, you know, again, do on the outside, you know, and everything, however you want to dress, um, you know, and, 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 you know, wear your hair, whatever, you know, yep. 
your your face or whatever you know it's saying beauty is fleeting but a woman who fears the lord is to be praised so it's what's on the inside is how we honor and respect the lord and how we honor and respect other people you know and so i want to you know point that out you know it's it's on the inside it's what your heart is and you know and and it's that grace that Mm. god gives us you know and i think that's just really important um so that she fears and respects the lord so she lives her life out of a desire to honor and serve the lord and so i want to just reiterate out of this out of all of proverbs 31 that all females can be a proverbs 31 Mm. woman by seeking to model our character by her example. So it doesn't no. matter again how old we are, if we're single, married, jobs, no yeah. jobs, children, no children, we can all take something from mm, these verses, you know, and to honor and respect the Lord and to honor and respect our family through yeah. these verses. You know? Yeah, and like you said, I mean, there's even things for, you know, guys to apply to their yeah. lives. That I mean, yeah. a lot of it is general biblical principles that we see about loving people and serving people and exactly. taking care of people. Yes. Mm-hmm. That are exactly. foundation for the Christian life. So, mm-hmm. no, that was really, really good. And I learned a lot, too. So, yeah. it's been a while since I really looked at Proverbs 31. Yeah. So, that was really neat to see. Yeah. You know, as we wrap up here, you know, we have a few minutes we can go yet. But, you know, what would you say to, you know, maybe you know, a young, a young girl or a young woman who's, you know, maybe wrestling with some of this and her identity in Christ. And then kind of on the flip side of that, you know, what would you encourage, you know, an older, you know, lady with who's maybe wrestling with some of this and just like, man, I just, it's not clicking and Mm -hmm. struggling with their identity. Okay. All right. Well, remember God created you. Okay. I think it's really important that we, and both men and women, God created us, but for women, especially because a lot of women feel devalued you know they don't feel like they measure up but you are God God's creation and he loves you and so you are his masterpiece so as a young person if you're trying if you're struggling with that identity crisis seek God through his word remember you're his masterpiece so seek God through his word I want to encourage you to get into ladies Bible study with women of all ages who can encourage you and who can give wise counsel yeah, to, you know, and then find out your spiritual gifts and your abilities and use mm. them to serve God and others because we can find so much value when we're serving, you know, yeah. and everything. So I think that's just real important. Um, and the moment that you accept God into your life as mm. your Lord and Savior, you are His. Again, yeah. you are his, He is, He becomes your identity um, and you are adopted into His family. And one thing I love to always think of is we are a daughter of the king. He mm. is the king of kings and lord of lords, and we are his daughter. So yeah. we are royalty, you know? So remember that as our identity in Christ. You are a daughter of the king. Um, and then as far as you said for an older woman, you know, um, I think we all go through different seasons in our life, you yeah. know? Um, and, you know, like I said, me too, you know, as I'm getting older, you know, um, and we may struggle with our purpose, you know, yeah. our identity. So I have to, we have to remember whose we are. And yeah. we are Christ, we are in Christ and we are redeemed by his blood and we're free in Christ, you know? So I think we have to remember that. And to both y- younger and older women, we should never doubt our value, you know. You, and I love this too, you were God's grand finale of all creation. Okay, yeah, it goes back good. to Genesis, yep. you know, when he created us. He made Adam, then he mm. made Eve. Once he fashioned woman, he was done, yep. you know. 
I thought, I mean, I think about that, you know, so you were created for a purpose. And so you just, have, you have to remember that you are his, you were Christ and you were in Christ, mm. you know. And so, so we should remember we're never less than as a yeah. woman. I think that's just really important to remember, especially in the way our society is you yeah. know, nowadays and everything. Um, Jesus was willing to break those barriers and to break those cultural mm. rules to prove that, that he yeah. valued women and he respected <clears throat> women. Um, so we're all created in his image, you know, and we are we are here to fill a great need. And then, of course, if you look at those verses in Genesis after he created woman yeah. and man and after he created man and woman, he said it was very good. Yeah. You know, so we have to remember that it was yeah. very good. The other things he created, he said it was good. Everything he created was but not good. very good. <laughs> but very good. Yes. Yeah, so I want yeah. to point that out. I thought that was really cool. So as a Christian woman, you know, we should understand how precious we are to God. Yeah. You are precious to God. You are a daughter of the King, um, and that you're valued, and you can have an impact on society and on your family and the world. You know, I think it's just real important yeah. that we remember that. That's really that. good. Yeah. Yeah. No. Well, thanks for kind of you know walking us through some of that, and mm. that was much better than you know Pastor Michael or I. You know, <laughs> could have done it. It's not. You know, yeah. it's cool to see. You know, just your wisdom and years of ministry. You know, mm. come out through you know, sharing that. So, you know, thanks mm -hmm. for joining us today. Mm -hmm. uh, but good. as we wrap up, I always just want to, you know, say to you guys, you know, thanks for joining us, you know, as we do these uh, conversations podcasts. Do not forget that every Tuesday we release the message from the past Sunday. Uh, so look out for those. And then kind of through the summer, we're doing about one conversations podcast a month. As we get to September, we'll get back onto our regular schedule. But if you have something you want to share with us or a cool story, head on over to limabaptisttemple.org slash central hub. There are plenty of different forms you can fill out there. Just make sure that we know you are talking about uh, the Lima Baptist Temple podcast. But until next time, thanks so much for joining us. And we cannot wait to hang out with you next. Thanks for listening to the Lima Baptist Temple podcast. We hope you were encouraged today, and we would love to hear from you. If you have a prayer request, a topic you'd like us to discuss, or want to share what God is doing in your life, visit us online at limabaptisttemple.org.